All right, everybody, welcome to the Joe Kilgallen podcast, a.k.a. Kilgallen's Pub. How is everyone doing? Oh, you can't answer me. What the fuck am I doing? This isn't live. I don't know why podcast hosts do that sometimes. They do the, hey, how's it going? You're not answering, right? Anyhow, I'd like to start off, as I start off every podcast, by thanking all the listeners. Thank you for taking time out of your day to hear me spit nonsense into a microphone. Maybe you're working out right now, right? Maybe you're tightening up that ass. Maybe you're doing squats, make that ass bigger. Everything's about the ass in workouts these days. If you're working out regularly and you're not thinking about shaping and molding that buttocks, you're fucking up. Okay? Everything is ass uh, oriented. That's the word I'm looking for, right? There's a bigger word there that I was going to mess up, but it's a, you got to tone it up, make it tighter. I've got no butt. Very flat. It's uh, just a lower, just a back. It's a back forever. And then uh, a crack in which poop comes out of. I don't. I don't even poop out of a butt. I poop out of a long lower back. It's not a good visual, everybody. Also, you know what? You know what? Really, I would love to do one day. But as I get older, it's it's harder and harder and stupider even to pull it off. I need an excuse. Maybe maybe I'm going to convince myself that this summer is going to be my excuse because I'm fully vaccinated now which I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about that in a, in a minute or two, about how I felt after getting the second shot. But I, I want to I wanna summer it up this year. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's, there's talks of some kind of white boy summer, which I feel like is right up my alley. <laughs> and I need, I need an excuse to really get in, um, in beach shape. I'm not a beach guy, as you guys could tell by my face and hair, but I'm not. But I am a summer guy. Love, love warm weather. As much as I love this great city of Chicago, I there's a few months of the year where I'm like, why would anyone have ever settled here? This is a frozen hellscape. You know, it's it's really, and they're the longest months too of just pure coldness. And what really kills you about this city is when it starts to break, you're like, oh my God, it's 70 on Monday. This is great. Two days later, it's 38 and you want to stab everyone, you know, but you're too cold. You don't have enough circulation to properly stab anyone. So it's why even bother at that point. If you're going to go for the stabbing, you need to be successful at it. You don't want to half-ass any kind of stab job. That's just word to the kids out there. So, but I'm a, but I'm a warm weather person. You know why? Because I could rock a pair of shades. I look really good in certain sunglasses. Not all of them, but certain ones I look cool in. You know, I'm also a guy who knows how to rock a breeze. If there's a nice summer breeze going down somewhere, I'm nearby and I look good. So that's what I want for this year. But this is what I'm getting to because I mentioned the back. I've got lower back hair, guys. It's not, it's not a good sight. And I've gotten real self-conscious of it as I've gotten older because recently I've lost a few pounds and I've noticed, you know what it is? When I'm getting my kids in the car to go somewhere, you know, they're one and recently turned four. The one-year-old's going to be two soon but they're both still in car seats. Now, some of you might be like four-year-olds in car seats. Everything's changed, by the way. Kids are in car seats till they're 25 now. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. I felt like when I was a kid, after your second birthday, they just fucking threw you back there. And it was like, hold on tight. I got stuck in a car, not in a car seat. I got stuck in a seatbelt when I was like three. It was a Buick. My dad had get a knife, a kitchen knife to cut me out of it. And that, that'll kill the resale value of a Buick if you don't have working seatbelts in the, in the back. So yeah, he was pissed. At first he said, what'd you do? And I'm like, I didn't do anything. I clicked it. So you wouldn't get a ticket. Click it or ticket. That was a big ad campaign. 
and and now I'm it won't unclick. Don't blame me. Blame the Buick. And he's like, how? Bu-? And then he realized Buicks do suck. And then he was like, you know what? You're right. You're a good little lad, and you're correct. So when I'm loading them in to the car, if cars drive by, they see my my shirt sometimes comes up, or or you know, if I'm wearing like a sweatshirt, it's been sweatshirt weather lately, and I'm exposing my lower back. And there's hair. There's hair there, guys. And I feel like people drive by. They see me. I'm 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 strapping from a distance. They go, who's that? Who's that strapping guy? I got some broad shoulders. I don't know if you guys can tell so much if you're watching this on YouTube. I got some shoulders. And you know, I'm six foot one. Not I'm not saying I'm super tall, but that's tall enough where you might get a double take from some ladies or men. And I feel like they drive by. They go, who's this? Who's this handsome fella? And then I bend down to put my son in, and then they're thinking, "Oh, he's a good dad too." And then they, as they get closer, they go, "Lower back hurt, lower back hair." So I can't even say it without stumbling over the words because it makes me so upset. They go, "Wow, I wasn't expecting, you know, a hairy tramp stamp potential area. I don't have one, but that's where it would go from that man." And and they think he's he's usually people with that complexion aren't very hairy, you know, Italians, Greeks. Latinos, they are usually Latinos. They're sorry. They are usually rocking the lower back hair. But no, me, Irish DNA, lower back hair. And I think when I started to get it initially in my late teens, I did shave it. But then, you know, you're dating someone for a long time, they don't care. Then you're engaged, you're married. And before you know it, you just let it all go. I don't want that. I'm getting to an age where I'm starting to look at my, my appearance and I think to myself, is this the best I'm ever going to look? Because that happens, everyone. You get, into, I think in your late 30s, which I'm not in yet, I'm still mid 30s, you get to a point where you start to think, I'm not going to look better than right now. Do I want that though? And then you start being like, that guy's 42 and he looks better than me. So there's hope. I could still, my best looking year could still be ahead of me. Now, obviously, I'm never going to look as good as I did when I was 23, but I could still, at 39, let's say, or 37, 38, I could look better than I did maybe at 33. I'm not going to look better than I did in my t- early 20s. That, that'd be crazy. But I could look better than I had, you know? So that's that's what I'm thinking about now. And so with this white boy summer coming up, I'm going to shave the lower back hair. I'm gonna, should I wax it? Hey, there's some content. I got to be thinking like a content creator. Maybe I get the lower back here waxed and I I make some content out of that. There's something for your Patreon subscribers. Oh, there's a good time for the Patreon plug, everyone. Um, I was in St. Louis over the weekend doing some shows, so I was hoping to do some footage there, but the Wi-Fi at the Sheridan sucks ass. Also, that reminds me, I got to call them tomorrow because the money for incidentals didn't go back into the account as it should have. So I'm going to be up their ass, know that. Um, so yeah, I, I did post a bonus video last week and then I did a bonus blog while I was there of some fun stuff, like a fun top 10 list. So check that out on the Patreon, everyone. If you were listening to this podcast for the very first time, I typically have a gap, an episode with a guest. I almost said a guest abode. I have an episode with a guest. I recently had Renee Gauthier, who's an awesome stand-up comedian and a big time television show producer, producing all sorts of cool shows including currently Lip Sync Battle, and she just wrapped up one with Ken Jong. So she's great. Told some really cool stories there. And then I do solo ones, too. I mix them up. 
Now, I was going to have a guest this week, but then I had my second shot yesterday, which is why you're listening to this podcast on a Friday as opposed to the normal Wednesday. The last two have come out on Fridays now. Fridays are not going to be the new schedule, everyone. I'm hoping to get back to like a Wednesday, Thursday thing. So thank you for bearing with me on the tardiness of the last couple episodes. But I had my second COVID shot and I knew I could be sick. Everyone says that second shot really knocks you on your ass. So when I typically was going to record, it was like, ah, I don't want to book a guest and then cancel on them last minute or do an episode where I'm feeling like dog shit through the episode. That's not my style. So again, if you're listening this first time, when I do have a guest on, I try to create the pub atmosphere. I ask silly bar questions and we, we just tell stories. We talk about current events. I interview them about, you know, what's going on in their world, all that fun stuff. So definitely check out past episodes. Now I'm going to shade the lower back. Talked about that as part of my um, transformation for white boy summer. We are in mid April right now. So I got to get going on this. I'm not going to get a tan, but I feel like I got to work on the upper body. I got to get back to doing curls for the girls, tries for the guys and get the chest for the rest. You know, I need, I need to pump it up. Uh, I'm glad I've lost a little weight. I'm, I'm at like 186, 185. Because I feel like when you want to transform the body a little bit, you got to shred a few pounds of just some flab and fat, let that go away, and then build back up the muscle. Because if you otherwise, I've, I've seen people build the muscle over the fat, and you see that on dudes when they get older, too. I used to watch pro wrestling, that guy Lex Luger, he, he would flex and have a six-pack, and then when he was just walking to the ring, he was like, dude, it's a full-on fucking gut, you know what I mean? And then someone told me, it's like, yeah, because he kind of built the muscle over the fat in a weird way, you know, cause he didn't, he didn't slim down the gut when he tried to retake his steroids, wherever the hell he was on. Sad story guys. These pro wrestlers don't have good afterlives once they get to a certain age. Um, I know he didn't. So I think he's still alive. I don't know why I'm acting like he's dead. Apologies all around. So I'm going to, I'm going to tighten up, get tighten up the ab area, bulk up the upper body. Not, not too crazy, but just, you know, get, get a little bit up there. And then, I got to, I got to come up with a look and you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to do summer breezy. Cause I mentioned being great in front of a breeze, breezy button up shirts, short sleeve ones, you know, ones where you could, if you were going into a body of water, a lake or an ocean, you take it off and you just kind of lay it on, on your beach towel and you go into the water, you're wearing your swim trunks, you pop, pop back in and it's like, Hey, what are we doing? We hanging out in the sand still? Are we going to grab some beers? Like, let's go get some lunch. You throw that on, you know, you don't want to put a shirt back on over your kind of not fully dried back because that, you know, the shirt doesn't come down right all the way. And you kind of like, you know, you get the wetness of the back and it's just, it's not, it shows the people around you that you didn't think this through. So I'm going to go the button and then you kind of half button it up enough where and maybe I'm showing a little chest here because I don't mind my chest here too much. Although it gets high a little bit, I might bring that down too. And I think I'm going to go clean shaven all summer because I'm getting white hairs a little bit in the, in the chin strap. So I'm going to go clean shaven. I'm going to find a, I'm going to go expensive on sunglasses this year. Normally I've never been an expensive sunglasses guy because you lose them constantly. I'm going to commit to a pair this year. And I'm not going to lose them. I'm putting that out in that outburst right now. I'm going top shelf on the sunglasses and I'm not going to lose them. They're going to be with me. They're going to be with my person. All summer. And we're extending this summer too. 
This summer's gonna it's gonna be a long one. We're kicking it off maybe even before Memorial Day, if the weather treats me nice. We're gonna extend it through September. And and I'm I'm gonna, I'm going hard in Chicago. Sorry, everyone. I'm not really gonna travel much. I got I got stuck. Chicago in the summer is the best city in the world. You live through the horrible winters to enjoy the summer. And every now and then I know people were like, we're going to a lake house in Michigan or fucking Wisconsin. And I'm like, look, those are fun. I've been to them. I'm probably going to go to one this year for a weekend. I know some people just like, that's they. That's what they live for. I'm like what? It's finally great in this town and you escape? That's dumb. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to summer it up. But maybe around September, I think around my birthday, I make a West Coast trip. Maybe once it starts to feel a little bit like fall here, no, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing the summer through. So maybe the end of September, I'm going West Coast, going LA, San Diego, perhaps. And then, uh, and it's going to be, it's going to be white boy summer. I'm on this thing with Chet Hanks. Okay. I don't know. Let me, uh, let me, let me back it up a little though with the white boy summer. Some people thought this was inappropriate. By Chet Hanks. And look, obviously, there's some serious stuff going on in the world again. You know, I, I try to have this as a comedy podcast, as an escape for everybody. Um, and the people who listen to this know what side of things I'm on. Um, you know, some horrible stuff. I have not seen the video of the thing today, so I'm not going to comment on that. I really just have not had time to watch the news at all today. I'm recording this on a Thursday, everybody. I guess there's some release footage of something, but um, I, I'm not going to comment because I haven't fucking seen the footage yet. I just haven't had a chance to watch it or look into it but the other cases you you think it's a taser and it's a gun i mean come on you know that's that's you and then she resigned i think it was a woman who did it um and well that's not enough sorry you don't just get oopsie i killed someone i quit now no you there needs to be some sort of manslaughter charge or jail or i don't don't think you get really second degree um but and then these these cops in some place this is a black Marine that they just treated like complete shit. And that's got to go too. Um, if you're watching the Falcon and the winter soldier, and if you're not watching the Falcon and the winter soldier, get on that. It shows some of the racial undertones are on that show. I don't even know if they're undertones, but that play out in our actual society. And I've got some cop friends and I think, uh, I think some of them are good. I think it's just a bad system that needs to be reformed overall. And, um, and if you're a good cop out there listening, you wouldn't be upset to hear that. Because you see what's happening and you should be like, yeah, I don't want, if I were a cop, do you know how fucking livid I would be that some piece of shit murdered someone and their defense was, I thought I was reaching for my taser. You know what I mean? And then the fucking, the people who look, maybe you're related to cops maybe you are a cop and you just feel the need to constantly be like, no, I'm going to stick up for my own. That's a bad look. That is a bad look to me because there shouldn't you be like, yeah, that's a piece of shit cop. That's a terrible cop right there. And I don't care if that person did have a record. Their cops are not judge, jury, and executioner. They're not supposed to execute people for crimes that no court would fucking give you the death penalty for. And you, as someone who's pro cop, should be like, get them off the force. They're making my good friends and relatives and maybe you, because maybe you're a cop, look bad and making your life more difficult because it's becoming less trust between civilians and police. And that's not good. Right. So, you know, if there were comedians out there doing a bunch of horrible fucking shit and, and, and like, I know some people are like, they're, they're jerking off in front of people. I'm like, I'm yeah, obviously that's not good, but I'm talking about like murdering people. 
I would be like, they're not that funny and they're not comedians. No one book them anymore. You know what I mean? We got to put them in jail. I just feel like it's, it's weird to be like, well, they wear a badge. Like I wear a badge. Therefore, even though what they did is fucking horrendous, I have to stick up for them. I don't think that needs to be the thing. Was it more fun for everyone listening when I was talking about back hair? Was the back hair more enjoyable as a podcast topic? No, I was talking about the Chet Hanks says he's going to, he's declaring this white boy summer, which I think he's saying tongue in cheek. I don't get Chet Hanks. I don't know his music, but I, from what I understand, it's a real silly guy thing. Um, you know, he does a Jamaican accent, which some people could find offensive or whatever. Um, I don't know. When I heard white boy summer at first, I was like, he's going to get in trouble for that. And enough people commented where they're like, ah, he's being fucking ridiculous. So be ridiculous. Um, I think we need a little ridiculous back in the humor sense of things. Not in the sense of uh, how society should work. You know what I mean? We need we need more justice is what we need in that realm. But as far as um, entertainment goes, some ridiculousness. Not the show that I used to work for on MTV, everyone. Which is true, I did. I did. I worked on ridiculousness. IMDb that. I talked about in the last podcast briefly. Um, but we, you know, a little silly. A little let's not take ourselves so seriously. That, I think should be ushered back in to um, human interaction because we've all had such a crazy tough last year or so now it's been a little over a year and we're not out of the woods yet i know someone who's gotten both shots and and got covid Um, what it does is it minimizes the severity of it extremely you know which is a big part of it um this is not like the polio vaccine where it's just like no more polio you know um and trust the vaccine. They've, they've done these vaccines are variants of other vaccines. So that the and also here's something that's very interesting, everybody. When the world's economy is at jeopardy, all of the science community will rally around from money from donors and stuff like that, of course, and big business to come up with a vaccine so that they cannot potentially lose money down the road. That's a thing too. I know a lot of people were like, I don't want to be a test subject on this first. No, they already did test subjects. That's how they found out it worked. That's how they found out it was 95% effective and all that kind of stuff in each one. Um, The Johnson & Johnson one, apparently six out of seven million cases now. So that's less than one in a million. You know, people say a one in a million shot, less than a one in a million shot have gotten a blood clot. And look, blood clots are serious. Not downplaying that, but. The people who are like saying, fuck that, are the same people go, you have a 98% chance to survive. Okay, well then, shouldn't that same mental approach apply to the one in 1.5 million chance of getting a blood clot or whatever the fuck it is? Anyhow, um, math works out both ways there for you. I think that's the thing about this past year that's been eye-opening. Someone had a tweet that said, I lost a lot of friends this past year. And none of them were to COVID. I think it was my buddy, Gareth Reynolds, who's been on a couple episodes of this podcast. Gareth, Gareth Reynolds, of course, wrote for Rust Development, is the co-host of The Dollop, which is a monster podcast. You get like millions of downloads a week. Am I jealous? Yes, I am. But we will get there. We will get there. I agree with him on that. Um, you never want to, you know, losing friendships is hard, but there's just... I don't know if I've lost any friendship, friendships, but there's definitely been a lot of lost respect in some areas of the world in which I lived in before this past year or so. You know, I knew a lot of people who were like, mental health is bullshit. Oh, you're having a sad day. Toughen up, buttercup. And now they're like, we can't close things because people are at home sad and they're going to kill themselves. Think of the mental health. I'm like, okay, all right. You know, 
That's just, just, just inconsistencies. That's my big fucking thing with everything. If you guys follow me on Twitter, I'm really big in the world of Chicago Cubs Twitter. Not like big, like, you know, there's people who have way bigger accounts than me, but I've been getting some, some traction. And if you're catching this podcast, no, Hey, I've got a lot of support and I love you for coming over. And even the people who are mad at me for telling you how to be a fan, don't listen to me. Be a fan. Whoever the fuck you want to be a fan. I'm just going to state how I think it's better to be a fan that's like a little bit more optimistic and tries to enjoy the course of 162 games instead of being like, this team sucks and I never want to watch them again. If you want to be that fan, go fucking root for someone else. And I'm going to tell you that to your face every time. That's just how that goes. But either way, everyone who's new on board, I appreciate you. And even the naysayers, I appreciate you. Why not? Is that um, I just want consistency. I don't get consistency from those fans. Those fans with this team's awful, get rid of everyone. And then the next day, there'll be a rumor about them getting rid of everyone. And they go, that's fucking bullshit. Same shit. I want consistency. You care about mental health? Care about it. Don't just care about it when it affects your fucking world and the shit that goes on for you. I don't, I don't understand how that works. You know, all of a sudden, you know, someone made a good point too. Nobody, all, all the people who are like saying, trans people shouldn't compete in certain sports and all that. And I will also say this, I need to do some more research because I don't know a lot about what's going on with that. Um, I know I do believe in trans rights and I know there's a lot of shitty bills being passed to prevent a lot of those. Um, as far as the athletics go, I, I don't know the advantages to it. I've someone I know who's very smart said uh, after X amount of years of being on estrogen or on the, whatever hormone treatments are, it's, it's, it takes away the, you know, cause it's, well, there is a fact that, you know, a dude playing against all women will have a distinct advantage if they're good at that sport naturally. Obviously if I went to play in the WNBA right now, I'd get my ass kicked, but like, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I don't know enough of the research. I'd be just totally spitting bullshit. And I don't want to do that to you guys as listeners. So do your own research for that. But, um, I know a lot of, people who are very upset about that, that I'm like, you don't give a fuck about women's sports. I'm, you, you make fun of the WNBA. You talk constant shit. Where, why all of a sudden are you so angry about, um, you know, a, a transgender woman playing, um, you know, with other women or whatever, you know, you know what I'm saying? I, I may have said that backwards. I'm not sure. I'm very tired right now, guys. It's a little late. Oh, let me tell you about the side effects of my second COVID shot. So I'm a super soldier now. It was the serum. I am now joining the ranks of the winter soldier. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I could I could flex some people now. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I felt like there was fucking like a hangover. It was weird. Normally, I pass out with shots. I think I've talked about this in the past, but I'm like three for three in my last three now, um, including giving blood. Right up here is a little bump. My arm's still sore. So I'm now two days away. I got a Tuesday morning and it's Thursday night now. So it's been over 48 hours. The left arm is still sore around the area. And I didn't really sleep well the last two nights because I normally sleep on my left arm. I sleep on my side and I just didn't feel well. Um, and I just kind of like a little bit of a nauseous feeling. You know, it's like the start of a hangover. If you, are you guys pukers? I'm a puker. I puke when I'm hungover bad. So I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't feel like I was going to puke. But it feels like when you wake up in the morning from a hangover and you're like, oh, God, you got that killer like hangover headache right in the center of your brain right there in the middle of the forehead. I had that. And then, but my stomach never felt like it was going to puke. I didn't get to that part. Because I feel like when I have a hangover, I wake up, you know, I don't get up right away because, you know, 
I have a stand-up joke about this. You guys could just check that joke. Just Joe Kilgallen hangover. But like, you know how it is. You you wake up and you know it's going to be bad, but you don't really move around enough and your stomach is okay. So you trick yourself. See, I don't talk about this in the bit, but you trick yourself into thinking it's like an illusion where you're like, I'm okay. I just have a headache. I could be functional with just a little bit of a headache. I think I'm going to be all right. All right. I'm going to have another glass of water right now. Shit, did I have one last night before I passed out? No, fuck, right? So yeah, you, you kind of, you, you think I'll be okay. You have that sip of water then the second sip and then that starts to settle in your stomach and then you're like, nah, I'm fucked. I'm fucked. I'm fucked. Just walking to the sink to get water was a mistake. I felt everything start to move around and now mm, I better get to the bathroom and then you're like, ah, oh, do I just force it out or do I just wait? Maybe I'll sit in the toilet with my head in my hands and then I'll shit. But then I got to puke and shit at the same time. Is there a garbage can I could pull over to puke into as I'm shitting? Or could I widen my legs enough, hold my dick and balls up a little tighter and try to puke just in that little bit of gap you get there? That's that's fucking, you don't want to play with that kind of fire, right? No one wants that. So you're just going through all the emotions at that point. They're just running through your head the whole time. And you're like, my God, I am in my 30s now. How could I still get hangovers this bad? Do I not understand that there is such a thing as one too many shots? Or how about hydrate throughout the course of the night? One fucking time, you stupid idiot, you dumb mick. One time, one time, fucking remember to hydrate. Never though. And I'm still, I'm a father of two. And I'm still losing entire days to vomiting. Because once it comes out once for me, that's, it's, it's the whole day. And then it's, and then then you have people around you who are like, there's nothing left to throw up. How do you still, and then it's just the dry heaving. You're just dry heaving. And then the only thing, the only thing that comes out of it is at the end of that night, your abs look good. They look good because you're doing a lot of ab work. You're getting a lot of core work done throughout the course of the hangover. And then, you know, by nine o'clock, you know, I find some, you know what else, you know, what really helps when you're really Deathly hungover, masturbating more so than greasy food or Gatorade. Think about it. It helps with everything. When I have a real bad, like head cold and like a runny nose, I'm sneezing a lot, coughing, jerk off. You, you take care of your, you know, you take care of your your fella. And I don't know, in that state, in that orgasmic state, your nose clears up. Your, the phlegm in your throat clears up. You're no longer, you're not coughing. There's no like chest cold anymore. It's just the, the vision the, you, you just, you, you can see clearly now the cum has, has gone out of your penis. You could see clearly now the cum is gone. I will never sing on this podcast again. And I apologize that I subjected any of you to any of that. That was terrible. You know, what's one of the craziest things about grade school is that we used to lie to our friends, our close, close friends and say we didn't jerk off. There was a there was a stretch there. And then by high school, you're like, you don't jerk off? What are you, fucking loser? Just walking around all day with a loaded gun? Get the fuck, how do you not? Do you not love yourself? Do you need to see somebody? Do you need to talk to a counselor? There's counselors at this school. But in grade school, I remember someone being like, this guy fucking jerks off, eh? and they'd like make fun of you for it. Which is so strange because it's like no one was active. No one was really, I didn't know anyone who was banging in grade school. That was by high school. You started at like sixth grade. 
And I went to a public school. There's people who said they were fucking, but you didn't really buy that, you know? Although I knew a couple girls that had kids in high school, so maybe they were banging earlier. I'll, I'll, I'll straight up tell you guys this. You know, it's crazy. I've been thinking about this later that my kids, when they're older, 18 or so, they're going to have hours and hours of podcasts of mine to listen to, to hear some stuff. I did some fingering. I did some fingering in grade school. That was the stretch. That was the, uh, I was going to say the stench of it. That would have been a horrible slip, Freudian slip right there, but that was the, the extent of it. Um, yeah. Did I, did I get jerked off? No, that wasn't until high school. Hand jobs underrated though. Some people are like, I could just do that myself. Is your hand soft and nice? And is there female eye contact involved? Is there like the close, you know, play with the boobs while she's playing with you? Mm-hmm. No. So maybe don't poo poo hand jobs. Hear that a lot. Sick and tired of the hand job blasphemy. They're, they're, they're almost underrated at this point in time. Although I don't see people getting back into that world post pandemic. I guess it's, it's a dick. It's not a hand. Cause in my head, I'm like, are we going to be going back to shaking hands? I kind of like the fist pound and the elbow bump. It's old people coming at me with the fucking hand. And you're like, what are you doing? I, I did that once to someone. I remember when they were in between the two waves during the middle of the second wave or before the second wave hit, I, I met up with some people I had masks on, but we were like social distancing. And the one dude's like, Hey, kill Gilly. Put his hand on. I looked, I'm like the fuck year do you think this is friend? So someone I wasn't that close with, but even though it was someone I was close with, if they were, if I was closer, I'm meaner because you expect more out of your friends. What a weird thing. That's a guy thing though. Do women, female listeners hit me up, killgallancomedy at gmail.com or just DM me on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Not Facebook. I barely go on Facebook anymore. Um, my DMs are open on Instagram, I believe. TikTok too. Uh, do women have that? Do you guys like lie? Be like this, just fucking Sarah fingers herself over here. What a loser. And then later in high school, you're like, of course I finger myself. Or do you guys, are you still like not open? Like guys are with that kind of stuff. I'm getting heavy on the masturbation talk, but I was, I was thinking about that the other day about things that we did in grade school. I was like, why did we pretend? If I can go back in time in fifth grade, sixth grade, and someone's like, this dude fucking kill you on jerk stuff. Like, yeah, I do. Do you guys, you get, wait, 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 hold on. You guys, you guys don't. I think we call it whacking off back then. You guys don't whack off. Are, are you, do you guys not like your penises? Cause I fucking love my penis. I love it. How are you guys not stroking that thing? You know, you get, you get some fucking some lotion. How are you guys not making yourselves feel amazing? You guys not tried this? You, here's here's what you do dick gets hard which like we're fucking fifth sixth grade it's all, all day all day right all day for you too me too i'm hard right now not because you guys because I'm, I'm thinking about later to the magazines because this was the 90s guys when you have porn in our pocket like you lucky fucks do today she became an old man yelling at a cloud anyhow i go here's what you do you get you get it you get it bone hard right and you stroke it man and you, you can think of whatever you want and then you, and it gets to a point where it's like, fuck yeah. And then that's what, that's what my penis sounded like a little Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, and that comes out and then you can, you can have fun with that. You could do it laying down. You could stand up. You could try to shoot it onto something, you know, but then you got to clean it up and that gets, it gets awkward at that age. It's just fucking downy fucking paper towels. You know, I kept it rolling to the bed. I was smart like that. Or you just get one of those socks where you're like, fuck this sock. Right. Never like, I never liked that sock, you know, or you just let it dry under your shirt. Like, cause you're like, who gives a fuck? I'm going to bed soon anyway. <laughs> All right, everybody. I just want to jump on here for a good half hour. Or so with you guys, that has been the solo podcast for this week. Uh, you're listening to this on a Friday, April 16th. 
uh, or you're listening to this in the future, you guys could go back to listen to past episodes. It's, they're not time sensitive. You know, everything, uh, everything is, lives on forever. They call it evergreen in the business. It means it lives forever. So definitely go check uh, the song by Oasis, Live Forever. Good song. Uh, go back and check out past episodes because you might learn something new. So many great guests in the past and there's going to be great guests in the future. Check out the Patreon, the YouTube channel. Cannot thank you enough for all your support. You guys are the absolute best. Cheers.